0: And now here's your host Seth Green. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Today I have the good fortune to be interviewing Randy Pizer of AuthorOneStop.com. Randy is the founder and CEO of Author One Stop. She's the creator of the Write-A-Book program and is one of only a few people in the country who specialize in representing authors in finding literary agents and publishers at Book Expo America. The BEA is the largest books expo in the United States. Randy is a frequent media guest. She also speaks for publishing conferences, big business organizations, writers' organizations, and spiritual organizations around the country, and we are thrilled to have her on our show today. Randy, thank you so much for joining us.
2: You're very welcome. I'm very happy to be here.
1: We are very happy to have you. Let's go back in time. Where did you grow up?
2: Uh, I grew up in Connecticut. In fact, I just came back from there two days ago, Northwest Connecticut.
1: And what was your childhood like?
2: (laughs) My childhood? um, I was drawing pictures and writing stories. And, you know, I think a lot of what we do as adults, if we can look back in our childhood, we can see where the, the impetus started there, even if we didn't realize it for who or what we might become. And so for me, I love to write stories. I never knew why we had spelling as a subject in school. I kind of came into this lifetime with with the spelling gene intact. (laughs) So it was kind of a natural for me to progress and become an author and to help others.
1: And uh, how did you get started in business?
2: In this particular business, well, what I say is um, I
1: slept my
2: way into the publishing industry, <laughs> and that should get a big laugh from people, but I actually I, I fell in love with um, a, a publisher of a magazine in the Bay Area. The relationship didn't last, but I wound up becoming editor-in-chief of the magazine and taking over this very popular magazine. This was back in the 90s, and then my career as um, a writer and author and helping others get book deals. That all started then.
1: Okay. And how did that go from that to author one stop?
2: Well, um, I I knew when I was writing my first book, Crappy to Happy, that I I knew that I wanted a career as an author, not just like a a one-time book. And I started pitching my book at Book Expo America, which is the largest publishing industry trade show in this country. I call it the feeding frenzy for the publishing industry. And I was going year after year after year to this show and making connections and building relationships. And it took some years to do that. Then I had a lot of success with my first book. So I started helping other people. And that's kind of where it all began. And now it's 16 years later, And, you know, just creating book deals for people all over the place with publishers, with agents, and everything just kind of took off from there.
1: That is absolutely incredible. How did you come up with the the write-a-book system?
2: My write-a-book system, I realized people would come to me and they'd say, you know, where do I start? You know, I've got this idea, but where do I start? And I realized people didn't really know where to begin And so I created it from that place, and I actually templated the introduction and the conclusion so that people had a starting place. And so that that was kind of how that started. And I specifically made it for people who are writing nonfiction. And I realized a lot of people have had life experiences, including myself where we've overcome some major challenge in our life, or we've learned how to deal with something in a certain way. And in going through that experience, oftentimes in which there has been a good deal of suffering, but we've overcome it, we've gotten through it. And so I wanted to write something that would be beneficial for people who have had some kind of difficult life experience, or it could involve a loss, a medical thing, whatever. And yet, You have a message to get out to other people who are now embarking on the path that you are on. And there's a specific setup to do that kind of story so that it sells. Because it's one thing to write a book that is about your life story, which is a lot of people, what a lot of people are doing. But there's another thing to offer value in a way to the reader of that story that they recognize that there's value in it for them. And there's a way to set up this kind of book. And it's not exactly what I would call a memoir. I would call it a prescriptive memoir. So you're actually empowering readers, not just by the reading of your story, but by following the specific setup that I've outlined in it.
1: Does that make sense? It makes total sense. What are some of the biggest challenges you see authors making when trying to get their book done?
2: What are the biggest challenges?
1: Yes. Um, I would say there's
2: a couple of different things. There's one that has to do with the writing itself, and then other challenges in, in getting a book done have to do with just outside influences, mainly being running out of time, because everybody's busy in their day. So if somebody's really serious and really determined that their story is going to make a difference in this world, and they're committed to it, then they actually have to commit to it. They have to commit to a writing process, and they've got to get it done. And I say that's like one of the the biggest challenges, because you know there's people such as myself who can come in on the back end and edit and polish and make everything glow and sound wonderful, but you've got to become the pit bull of perseverance. You've got to be committed to your own process to actually write it. So I say that's that's pretty much a major issue.
1: Yes, that was absolutely I uh, I would agree. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now?
2: Oh, that's a great question. What do I wish I knew when I started? Um I I wish that somebody had pointed out to me the difference between traditional publishing and self publishing. Because both are wonderful models but for different reasons. So, for example, my first book, Crappy Too Happy, came out through a traditional publisher. It wound up in the movie Eat, Pray, Love with Julia Roberts holding holding it up in a bookstore scene. And and that wouldn't have happened with a self-published book. So what I tell people now, from what I've learned, because my second book, The Power of Miracle Thinking, I self-published. So what I tell people in general, now these are general guidelines, there are always exceptions to every rule, but I tell people if you want to make more money per book, self-publish. If you are using this book for your career to get on larger stages, to get more media, get more publicity, to become known nationally or internationally, definitely try for a a traditional publisher because the opportunities that can come through traditional publisher are often not in the royalty rate that you get paid, but they're because all of a sudden you're seen as a more credible person, as a more credible expert, and you're just able to get so much more media. So, for example, I've had clients, well, recently, the book Pivot was on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. That's one of my clients. I helped him get his book deal. It turned out to be a three-way bidding war. Um, between publishers and a six-figure deal. So that was pretty cool. Another one of my clients right now, MJ Margraff, is in the August 2016 issue of Oprah Magazine. She wrote a book called Finding the Wow. And she was, this is a cool story. She was a bored housewife. And she and two girlfriends decided to take back the dreams they'd left behind. And so it became this book, Finding the Wow, and MJ went from being a bored housewife to Oprah Magazine. That wouldn't have happened without a book through a traditional publisher.
1: That is absolutely incredible. And great, Kate, great, great stories and great advice. What's the best advice you've ever got?
2: The best advice I've ever gotten? That, <laughs> you know what's funny? I've probably done over 300 interviews. I don't know if anybody's ever... Ever asked me that question? So, um, let's see, what's the best advice I've ever gotten? Um, I would have to say it was something that my father told me when I was in college. And he said, Randy, do whatever in your life that makes you happy, just make sure it makes you happy. And I think that applies to every aspect of life, including one's writing journey. Because when I was writing my first book, Crappy to Happy, One of the things that I realized for myself, I I actually said this to myself. I said, that which is seeded in joy can only result in joy. So when I was writing my first book, Crappy to Happy, I loved every minute of that writing process. I was writing stories because it brought me great joy to write them, not because I had a, a, a book in mind or a goal in mind. I was just writing for the pure love of that process. And so wherever anybody is in your writing journey, make sure that you love it, because then the only result can be more joy.
1: That is beautiful. What do you like best about your business?
2: I love getting people's book deals, because what I tell people is a book is more than words on a page. It's somebody's dream, and I get to help people birth their dreams. And so, to me, that is absolutely thrilling. So every time I'm able to get a contract with a literary agent or a publisher directly for someone, and now I'm up to forty-one people, I'm thrilled. I am thrilled. I I, I just love this. It's, this is a very strong passion of mine.
1: I can tell it shows. What do you attribute your success to?
2: I'm very Focused and very determined. You know, I wrote a book called The Power of Miracle Thinking because I wanted to know what are the attitudes that people hold, the beliefs, the thoughts that they hold, plus the actions that they take that lead to the miracles that happen in their lives. And so I apply that knowledge and that that feeling, that energy to everything I do. So if I'm committed to it, I'm a very action-oriented person. So I know there's the inner work to do, and then there's the outer work, the actual taking of action to make something happen, anything that we want to have happen in our lives.
1: Absolutely. Is there anything that drives you crazy about your business?
2: (laughs) Anything that drives me crazy? Um, Hmm. Not really. I'm, um, I, I, you know, it's like I'm kind of like, you know, searching my memory banks here. You know, I have a, a good process in place for helping people. And so by systematizing processes, I can, you know, pretty much tell the result that's going to happen. And I, I want to give you an example of that. When somebody comes in and, and, you know, they have a project, whether they haven't started writing it or they've written it, and they're like, here, it's ready to go to a publisher. Well, I need to know that for sure. Because there's a book somebody will write and the book a publisher will buy. And are they the same book? And so what we do here is that we start with a read-through and written analysis. Because one, we want to determine, is this book strong enough to be sold to a publisher? Is it differentiated from the glut of books that are out there on a similar subject? I've got to make sure that it absolutely stands out. And then we're also going to point out any inconsistencies in the manuscript where all of a sudden we think you lost your book deal, so that those areas can be fixed, corrected, improved, and the whole thing can be polished. So I have to know that a project is stellar before I'm willing to get on the phone or text a top agent and say, hey, I've got a hot project for you. Absolutely.
1: And it's so all- fun... Oh.
2: I was going to say it's so fun to be able to do that to have top agents on speed dial, <laughs>
1: and
2: and that it's nice to be in this position, you know, of having built up relationships for you know 16 years now, so that now, like for example, I had a, a publisher contact me yesterday, actually a managing editor at a publishing house, saying, you know, we're putting out a call for submissions in these particular genres. And this has happened now, I think, like two weeks in a row, where I have publishers coming to me saying, we're looking for dot, dot, dot. So then I can blast that out to everybody on my list. And so when I have publishers coming to me, that's a really cool positioning.
1: That is, yeah, absolutely. That is awesome to be to be able to do. With all that is constantly changing in the world of publishing and marketing and what's, you know, hot, um, how do you stay on top of it all? Um, I I talk with
2: agents all the time. So I'm always hearing the latest and greatest. And that's really the most fantastic positioning. You know, and, and I'll share with you, like I've been on a lot of LinkedIn um book related discussion groups. And I often have the most up-to-date information of anyone and I'm answering questions for them because top agents I'm I'm in contact with them all the time. They take on my clients' projects. And so, you know, I I hear things and, you know, and they teach me constantly. And so I'm able to pass that information along to anyone who's working with me. And that's a really cool place to be.
1: That is a great place to be. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work and you can't quote one of the books you wrote?
2: <laughs> so um, I have actually a, a bookshelf with, with my most favorite books. And there's one that's called the 60 Second Novelist, and I just loved the format of it. And this man just went out on the street. He was a lawyer, and he just loved writing. He went out on the street and, and set up a little tabletop, and with his, you know, with a, a little note there saying, you know, you know, I'll write your story in 60 seconds. So he would interview people for five minutes and write their stories. And I, I just thought that was just, and 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 they're 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 pithy, they're they're touching, they're funny. And so I say that's clearly the 60-second novelist is one of my favorites. Um,
1: That sounds like a great book.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm just looking at my shelf now. What what was your question, like uh, pertaining to writing in general? or
1: Writing or business.
2: Writing or business? Um, There's a book I have on my shelf. It's actually fiction. And it's called "There's No Place Like Here." It's a novel by Cecilia Ahern. Okay. And I just and I, the reason that I liked it is because how she draws her character and takes them into different time dimensions and and I just I loved the writing of the book. Um, so I'd say that and and for anybody who's like writing fiction. I would say that's really No Place Like Here is a superb book to read to see how did this author set everything up. Um, Great recommendations. Yeah. In business, I would say probably Jill Lublin's book, Guerrilla Publicity. I love that book. I I love, um, I think outside the box, years ago when I was looking for my first publisher for Crappy to Happy, on a a Wednesday at 4 p.m. during... Prime commuter time, I put on a dress, high-heeled, makeup, and stood off the 101 freeway in Mill Valley, California, at rush hour with a giant cardboard sign that read, Author Seeks Publisher. And so, I called that practicing a random act of footstep. And that was definitely, you know, a big publicity stunt. I got a call that evening from a publisher of a magazine and wound up becoming editor-in-chief of his national magazine. Wow. <laughs> So uh, I would say that that's certainly a guerrilla publicity.
1: Absolutely. I also tell
2: people, you know, Seth, I also tell people, be careful what you ask for, because, you know, my sign did not read author seeks publisher for her book. I had a magazine publisher contact me. But um, the results there were pretty phenomenal, too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, this has been a fascinating interview, incredible, incredible story, incredible insight and story. For our folks who are listening who want to learn more, uh, where is the best place you would want them to go?
2: www.authoronestop.com. And that's all letters, no numbers. Author One Stop.
1: Okay. This has been Seth Green interviewing Randy Pizer of AuthorOneStop.com. Randy, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Thank you, Seth. It was fun. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.